0: Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 18, Pattern Hoarding and The Q. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
1: I went through my Pinterest patterns just real quick um, before we got on here just to see kind of where I was at on crochet patterns and 1318, give or take. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man okay so i am nowhere in that realm of hoarding yet because i still don't really know how to read patterns but i'm sure once i pick up on that it'll be a thing could you but imagine I... oh, go ahead sorry i was just gonna say i gotta be honest it took me like a month to even figure out how to save a pattern to the queue and Ravelry, like oh yeah well i would get on there and search search it up as remy says uh <laughs> and like i would find it and it'd be like add this to your queue and i'd be like yes and then i'm like but i don't Where is that imaginary queue? Is it like the cloud? like (laughs) The library? I don't know. I don't know the Dewey Decimal System for searching up the queue here. But I do have a good bit of stuff saved in there for Christmas. I've been looking at different ornament patterns and trivet patterns. And um, I still haven't finished that blanket yet either, I'll tell you. I'm just so grateful for
1: ways of digitally storing patterns. Because could you imagine if like how it was back in the day, you know, when you had pattern books and, um,
0: yes, like my designs. grandma has pattern books she wants to give me, which I'm pretty excited about.
1: Yeah. It's like, let me get out this old JCPenney catalog thick book. Of crochet
0: patterns. Yeah. You know, uh, though, I had a, one of the crochet groups that I'm in, a lady brought up a good point and she said, you know, some of her patterns that she does often, like she hasn't memorized, which I get mm-hmm. that. That's, Pretty, you know, I understand some of that. I've got a couple that I have memorized, but she said some of other her other tried and true patterns that she has went ahead and written them out or printed them out and put them in like those, you know, like the clear paint yeah. protectory things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puts them in those in a binder. One, because that way, if ever the electric is out or anything crazy happens, like she's still got some patterns to work off of, which is pretty right. smart. But two for her when she's working her patterns she marks them off like pen and paper for the stitches and rows uh-huh and when it's in the page protector it's dry erase yep that's a that's a good idea um i
1: i mean growing up you know in a digital age we use computers and stuff probably a lot more than some you know older generations that are also still crocheting but I, a lot of times, will pull up the pattern on my laptop and put it into, like, a paint program and Mm. then cross off the rows as I go.
0: Hey, whatever works, I mean.
1: Yeah, because it's just, after a while, it gets hard memorizing where you were, and then you end up with something 30 rows deep, and it looks wonky, and you're like, I have no idea where I messed up.
0: So, what happens if you use a smaller needle than recommended on the yarn package.
1: It usually just turns out smaller. Um, or the, um, and or, the stitches can be more congested. Sometimes it won't lay
0: flat. Oh, okay. Because knitting is weird. Like, you can't really go a needle up either because then it's mm. like super, like, you know, knitting is very tight Right, It's a tight stitch so I am messing around as I should be working to finish this blanket and I'm not. I'm looking at new yarn. I am looking at this impeccable yarn um, which I really love the colors on but it calls for, you know, it's a size, it's a four yarn so it calls for a size eight needle which is okay but I'm going to be honest I'm thoroughly over the size eight needle because I feel like every pattern and every yarn no matter who makes it or what it is oh you're gonna need a size eight needle yeah look I'm gonna specifically look for some big yarn I think just to not have to use size eights or even lace maybe I'm gonna start taking up lace I don't know at this rate
1: I feel like that's a lot with an eye hook with crochet I feel like a lot of my patterns require an I or an h I I want to say it's probably about 50-50, but I can almost guarantee you it doesn't matter what the pattern is. If it is made with worsted weight
0: yarn, it will be one of those two sizes. I just get, I don't know, and I don't know why it even bothers me, but I'm like, ugh, size 8 pink needles again. Here we go, (laughs) like, so sick of dragging those things out, and I don't know why, but I, so this, the interchangeable needle set that I got, it is like a generic, not- name brand Amazon actually it was a Walmart find I think (laughs) but I can't complain it was like 30 bucks Mm -hmm. and it's got from size 2 all the way up to size 15 but I really want to find something to do maybe I'm going to have to venture into your socks because I really want to use these little needles they're so cute and little like the little size 2 and 3 lace needles yeah they're just I mean they're tiny they're like a little pencil lead yeah yeah, I want to find an life. excuse to use those. Yeah. <laughs> See, I feel like I am until I get into it, and then I'm going to be cussing and be like, what was I thinking? But for now, they're just really cute little needles I haven't gotten to use yet. So I'm like, oh, let's find a reason for these guys. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't know. I don't. Now, back to our pattern hoarding discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on Ravelry do you like work off of your queue there or do you use your queue kind of like a Pinterest board where you just save a bunch of stuff? Like, I pretty much that just work? save it.
1: But I do okay. like it because on the patterns that I have to buy um, they're stored right there for me. Oh nice. I okay. Find, I feel like Etsy is inconvenient when I'm looking for the patterns that I want on there because there's really not at least and I could be wrong on this someone might correct me but from what I found, there's no way really for me to organize my patterns that I've bought on there into any kind of oh way for me to easily find them. So it's like, oh, I think I might have bought that pattern three years ago. So let me go back through this 150 purchases that I've made since then <laughs> so I can find it and then click on the link to open it because they're all like digital downloads. So I have a lot of patterns also that are in my email that go back maybe five or six years, but it's like it's just it's a hot mess. And aside from printing it out, I mean, I could. It's probably the easiest way to do it is
0: to print it out. But yeah, it but just, like, everything okay. In one so you just said like. 1318 on your pinterest right so are you gonna maybe turn that yarn room into a slash library of binders (laughs) i don't know and it's so funny because
1: eric and i were talking about something the other day gosh and i don't even remember what it was now but i was like well like all that yarn in there i said i've got all that yarn but you know i'm never gonna use all of it (laughs) oh (laughs) no like yeah no you're right but i don't remember now what it was that we were even talking about but then yeah we were talking about that yarn and i said i was i said oh i got all that yarn in there but you and i both know i'm never going to use all of it i just got it because i thought it was pretty <laughs> it's, it's
0: i don't true. know i it's feel so like true. you'll eventually find a way to use it all except for i feel like by the time that you do you will also have found a lot more pretty yarn <laughs> I'm sure fill those gaps yeah well in
1: you have all these different yarn brands that also come out with seasonal stuff or limited edition stuff or whatever and it's like you know if you don't buy it now you're probably not gonna find it later because they're gonna discontinue I mean they discontinue yarn regularly so there's a lot of stuff that I get and then I typically always buy so the rule of thumb is to buy as much yarn as you need plus an extra skein I don't like to do that I like to buy twice the amount of yarn (laughs) that I need And then go from there. But it's a bad habit and I should not do that. But I just, (laughs) I like making sure that I have it because one too many times have I made something and then I go back to the store to get it and they either don't have it, it's discontinued, it's not the dye lot that I need. Like, it's just a hot mess. So I always- Well, and that's just it. So you hit
0: on the head there. The dye lot, I feel like, is half of the battle because Mm -hmm. you might be able to find it. Like, okay, cool, you found it. Except for when you get it. I had a lady post a picture the other day. She was really crafty, though, because what she did, she had bought this yarn. It was like a charcoaly gray color, if you will. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's a more technical color there. (laughs) But the second skein was just a hair off. And she said Mm -hmm. she didn't even notice it until she took the picture to post in our group with flash.
1: And when oh. the flash,
0: flash is just so unforgiving, especially right. on these phones recently. So it was totally just a shade off. But what she did was really cool. She uh, either knitted or crocheted, I'm not sure, a bunch of little different sized flowers. Yeah. And put them all along and between, like, where that line is across. Oh, okay. And, like, not just, like, a straight line across, because that would be random, But, like, okay, you know those number cakes that are all the rage these days that everybody's doing, like, the, you know, there's different flower icings and macaroons and different whatever? Yeah. It was almost like that. Like, big flower, small flower, giant flower, little, and, like, all different kind of shades of the grays with yellows. Oh, okay. And so it looked like, I mean, amazing recovery because I would have scrapped the thing and just frogged it all out probably and been pissed off about it. But she got crafty and... I mean, you would have never known that she didn't intend it to look like that. But yeah, the dye lot got her, and mm-hmm. she actually bought hers together, but just didn't think it would be an issue. So, right.
1: well, and back before I knew what dye lots was, I'm going to have to go in the house. I didn't realize that it was lawn mowing day in the neighborhood today, uh, I guess. Um, one neighbor just finished mowing the yard, and then now another neighbor is mowing the yard. Oh, that's just, what happens though. It's a
0: competition. Right. Uh, ours needs mode i'm sure you saw when you stopped over today while we were at baseball but ours needs mode terribly but something's happened i've been push mowing our yard because it's a pretty good little workout that i could use and quite frankly i just really like putting my headphones in and singing my heart out yeah um but something's wrong with our little push mower i don't know if maybe one who shall not be named pap um (laughs) which is for our listeners that's uh, my husband's 85-year-old grandfather that we love, but he, I don't know if he hit something with it when he was using it or it's kind of hard to tell with him, but it's mowing, like, uneven to where, like, if I were just to mow a straight line through the middle of my yard right now, the left side might be two inches, the right side might be three and a half. You need to get a, get an alignment. <laughs> yeah, front and alignment on that beast. But it's terrible because the yard looks terrible. But last time I noticed it because, like, I would cut down the path and be like, what the hell? I already did that path so then I like cut back up the same path like I mowed this yard like three times just trying to get all the spots but oh, man. it's not the mower so I but I did go out there even though our grass is a train wreck and stake those new signs right into the ground nice
1: Eric he mowed ours earlier today and we needed the mow. it didn't so much needed mowing so so much already because he just did that this weekend but like the weed eating
0: weeding needed to go down
1: oh yeah
0: that's yeah, cool. we got this um, weed killer stuff this year to try. Yeah. Except for the day that we did it, it might have been a little bit windy. So, if you're driving by, you'll notice that instead of, like, just the weeds, there's, like, a one-foot path around <sighs> everything that got sprayed. Um. Yeah, so, a bit of a bummer. I was laughing the other day, because when we first moved in here a few years ago, um, I thought I was going to be all, like tough guy. I'm going to go rake up all the leaves in the yard so it looks nice. No, it was a pain in the ass and my hands had blisters and mm-hmm. I essentially raked them into these two big piles that then I did nothing with. So oh. <laughs> like, the kids jumped in it a little bit and stuff, but it killed all the grass underneath. So for the past oh. like three years we've had these just spots of dirt randomly in the yard and they're finally all filled back in this year and I was like, and now we've got this other dead grass just hanging out.
1: We um
0: was it last year
1: last year or the year before i want to say i want to say last year we sprayed weed killer around the fence in the backyard and vegas licked it up and it was <gasps> sick for a oh
0: of no so
1: we didn't do that again how's the skunk <laughs> smell um it's it's still it's still lingering <laughs> it's definitely still lingering. oh man um yeah and, and th- that's the thing like they've had baths and all that I've done the baking soda and the hydrogen peroxide on everything and all that. It's just one of those, it's just going to have to dissipate over time. And that's what I yeah. keep telling them to every time I let them out. So I'm like, just go roll around in the grass a little bit. <laughs> go get that
0: Oh thing out. man.
1: But I haven't seen it though since then. And I haven't smelled it and they haven't gone tearing out off after anything in the yard. So I almost wonder like as much as the skunk got them as the skunk was also like yeah i'm not dealing with those dogs either so see ya pack my shit i'm out yeah <laughs> you know? thanks but no thanks guys
0: it was fun it's the a three traumatic event here. for everybody yes everybody everybody involved <laughs> oh hilarious
1: yes so i don't i don't know but um, that's another thing too that I've been really weird about as far as crocheting goes is I haven't been doing a lot of it unless I can sit outside and do it because there's still kind of just like that lingering like skunk smell in the house and mm. I just don't want like my stuff smelling like it, you know. And unless, well that's like learned. I can smell it. I don't know if a lot of other people could or would it, but I
0: know that it's there and I don't know. I learned my lesson about that because Saturday we were having a cookout um, mm-hmm. at my sister-in-law's house and they had a bonfire. Yeah. Well, I brought my knitting stuff because I was like, well, if we're going to be sitting out and oh. out, you know, I might as well. Yeah. Oh, no. I just had to forbreeze everything in it actually and the bag because
1: mm-hmm.
0: every time I moved it, it was like a campfire punching me in the face. And I can't. Yeah. I just can't. So... Um, Which I know that my project I'm working on for the blanket, like I know she'll wash everything, you know, before for the baby. So it's fine, but I still febrezed everything anyway just because I can't handle it.
1: My Halloween costume this year when we were passing out candy, I I had made a black shawl to go with it because I I was a witch. And really I didn't want to buy a witch's costume, so I just made my costume with what I had. But we had a little fire pit going um in the garage to keep us warm but we had the garage door open so it's not like we were going to asphyxiate with smoke or anything <laughs> but it was raining well we that took a dark turn on sitting outside but as luck would have it it poured down rain during mm-hmm. trick-or-treat so we sat in the garage and just had the fire pit going but because it was kind of like an enclosed space it was just bad it was all over
0: that shawl and my clothes and everything i was like man it stinks i know i'm really bad as most ohioans are about wearing a coat or jacket ever i wear a hoodie and nothing else you're getting (laughs) me in a hoodie and you'll see that same hoodie every day all winter long because i treat it like a coat like i thought about that at one point i go to get coffee in the mornings and they see me looking my finest almost every morning um and it's always the sweatshirt but hang on just one second you're fine.
1: Do what? We in have 2022. In Ohio. Okay. Yeah, no, not this year. No, huh? He's um, well, he was just in courthouse tonight, and then um, he's he's newer. He's not a politician, but right, like all, right, right. <laughs> yeah. He's a farmer. Oh, I like I think it. out of Canal Winchester.
0: Okay, for our listeners. Yeah, look him up. Friendly neighbors what? here. Talking about our future governor of Ohio. She's like, he's got my vote. Like, sorry, totally ran. Oh, it. It's okay. I was, I was letting our listeners know that one, you have really friendly neighbors. and Two, <laughs> yeah. you're schooling him on the future governor of the state of Ohio. That's right. Yeah. Um, so fun, fun facts about Ohio friends. Yeah. You could look he's, up.
1: was like, is he your uncle? <laughs> Is he your uncle? And then he was like, he's like, "Do we have a race coming up?" I was like, "In twenty twenty two, I don't know." You could probably hear him on there.
0: <laughs> we couldn't. We could only hear you. So I was oh. kind of like ad libbing in uh, what was happening in the background. So this should be a super fun episode for everyone <laughs> to listen to. But so random. I've never once. Okay, let's talk about this. I have never seen a political sign in anybody's yard and thought to myself, "Wonder if that's their uncle." <laughs> like I don't know. That has ever crossed my mind, like. And here's the I don't thing, know that like, that's an odd pairing there. That's an odd that's an odd connection. Is that your uncle? Right, you should have went with it. Own.
1: Um, and here's the thing, like, our, I'm I'm probably gonna have to take a picture of the front of our house. I feel like because our the majority of our listeners probably wouldn't know what it looks like, but we're a very patriotic crew here <laughs> at the Adams Riley uh, homestead. So we've got American flag, um, Ohio flag, two American flags, actually. Um, Eric just got a Joe Blystone flag at the rally tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got this, uh, like, LED light up American flag that hangs on the fence. Another thing that's, like, a cutout
0: of America. And then, like, it's...
1: It's like a metal sign. And it's got like I wonder, red,
0: white, and blue stripes in it. I wonder if other countries like are like that. Like we have a lot of Canadian <laughs> listeners. Okay. Yes. Friends in Canada. Tell us. Do you guys have like Canadian flags all over your house and LED Canadian flags flashing? Because <laughs> I don't like, I don't know. Is that, is everybody as patriotic as we are? I don't even know if patriotic is the right word to use in other countries.
1: I think I, so. I, I, okay. I, yeah.
0: Everybody's a patriot.
1: I think so. Oh, yeah. Like for their country, for their own country.
0: So I'm curious. Like here, we go all out. Uh, I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. It's. I mean, it's all out here. We we love America and we love our Americana decorations and As flags. As a matter of fact,
1: I was just writing Donald Trump an email when you sent me the link for. Were you? The podcast. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I'm. <laughs> I'm getting a little frustrated. At our local legislatures and stuff, not responding to me in what I feel like is a urgent enough manner that I'm like, you know, I'm going straight to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have none of this. Give me your boss.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I just I.
0: Sarah I don't, is very. No uh, I can say I
1: didn't try. I'm, that's, that's what I'm Sarah's like. very
0: passionate about our government, be it local, state, or national level, and she frequently. <laughs> finds these folks online, gets their contact information and gives them a piece of her mind at like two in the morning. Yeah. Um, I have personally never written a senator or congressman or woman, but I can assure you Sarah has done enough for herself as well as me. <laughs> Which I love because like you said, nobody can say you didn't try. And yeah. I like that, you know, I don't care what side of the fence you're on for politics. And I know other countries, you know, have different parties and different things and it works differently. But here, you know, there's primarily two, if you want to call it three with the you know, independent or libertarian parties. But um, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Just just be on a side and vote. Like I, right. I love teaching our kids what's going on and, you know, why we're doing what we're doing. And I took the kids to the presidential election um, both last times with me to vote because it's a big deal. And I want them to just understand their responsibility and being involved. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like that. Like I said, I don't, I don't care what side of the fence anybody's on because I love everyone. You know? I 100% agree.
1: I voted for Obama. And then in 2016 when Trump ran, I voted for Trump. Like, I I vote on what I feel like is the right thing at the time. And sometimes things Mom involved, would probably roll
0: over in her I, grave, but I, I voted for John Kerry
1: oh, okay. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean things change things evolve information comes out that kind of changes your viewpoint on things life happens in certain ways that you have to you have to consider how does this person's stance affect you personally or your kids I
0: think that you know having kids for me kind of gave me some different things to think about too because now it's not just about what I think like man what how are these kids going to be Mm -hmm. brought up so i don't know i think it's cool your job can change
1: a lot like the different policies and how it affects your work and that i mean it's just it's very i i can't say that i i mean i i would at this time i would say that i'm i'm i don't want to call myself democrat or republican i want to say i'm
0: conservative i want things to be as close to the Constitution is possible. You just took the words out of my mouth. We've got a co-worker that says it really well, too. He is for those that are constitutionally focused and mm-hmm. constitution forward, and I agree. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think here it's going to be kind of a shakeup over the next couple of years, but I'm also really intrigued by other governments of other countries, too, yeah. because, like, I think, like, okay, it's kind of a shit show here, so how does it work other places? And... I like asking, like we've got some coworkers uh, that work in other states, different offices, global offices, and things. And I like asking them, like, look, without sounding weird, tell me how it works in your country. Like, what do, what do you guys do there? We've got a, I've got a coworker that's um, in Florida, but her family's from South America, and she said that they everybody gets the day off to vote, and it's mandatory that you vote. You get a confirmation. <laughs> that's piece so of crazy. Paper.
1: I mean, it's good, but it's it's just crazy that like here it's you have the right to vote, whereas other places it is mandated. I wish that, that
0: they know. would make it mandatory here, honestly, mm. because then less people would bitch about what happens. Yeah, like look, you voted. I mean, it's what it is. But she said right. that they give you like a piece of paper um, that you have to carry with you to have like like if you're applying for a job, you got to prove that you voted and that you're in good citizenship standings like for stuff like that to get a license to get a job to do whatever you have to have voted
1: well and there's a lot of countries too where you're required to be in the military a certain number of years yeah also like it's just there's some you know some rules in different places where if if you want to uh be a member of that society i mean i'm having a hard time trying to figure out the words i'm like if you want to be a citizen i don't know that that yeah there's a certain certain things you're gonna
0: gonna do well and i don't know i like it so like to our canadian friends up north tell us how it works give us some feedback because Trudeau's been in for quite a while hasn't he like do they have I think so I guess I need to do some okay maybe I'm gonna have to now I'm gonna educate myself next week's episode is gonna be all about elections and but (laughs) I don't know like do they have term limits like we do like or do they I don't know because okay Israel uh Benjamin Netanyahu I'm probably not pronouncing any of that correct by the way um I guess there's been two parties kind of form against him their own party and now like he's being challenged and it's a whole thing and I don't know that that's happened before so I mean of course from over here it's different our perspective is different but I do like watching and like I'm interested to see how that's all gonna pan out because Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know it's not it's it's new it's unprecedented right
1: yeah I don't I don't know I'm I'm all for it I will say
0: gosh I should probably get off
1: talking about politics because I could really do this all day but I will say I just I I feel like there weren't career I wish there wasn't career politicians and I know that I there agree. are people that like actually go to school have a right I know people like they go to school for political science and that's their career and that's what they do and that's what they know and what they've always wanted
0: to do but all right not to I I don't know. call anybody out but I feel like if you go to school for poli sci like that's such a i don't know what i'm gonna major in so i'm just gonna major in poli sci like i don't know i feel like that's a super cop-outy major
1: i wonder if any any of my credits college i was gonna say i wonder (laughs) if any of my credits could go (laughs) that like how many more do i need to graduate with that
0: i mean i only had like six to start with so i feel like (laughs) you know
1: yeah i just i don't know i just feel like if if we want change and we want progress and we want to keep the ball rolling, maybe having the same people in there for seventy years isn't the way to do it.
0: Yeah, no, I'll tell oh, you what. Opposite <laughs> end of that spectrum, I, I also feel like we shouldn't be looking to twelve-year-olds for global warming analysis either. Like, right. I don't want career politicians that have been in there seventy years because in seventy years you ain't done nothing, right? Nor do I want a kid my kid's age, who literally can't pronounce cheeseburger because he likes to say it as chesburger, <laughs> telling us how to run the world. Like, I, I just can't. My kids are on this kick lately, and I don't know if it's a phase. They like to mispronounce everything. Oh. Like, we don't have a dog. We have a doge. It's not a cheeseburger. It's a Chizburger. And I lose my mind. I'll be like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Please (laughs) pronounce it correctly because you are turning 11. Uh,
1: No, I, oh, I don't know. Because, I mean, Lucas doesn't do that. But he also, like, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't really, like, interacted with a whole lot of Kids, this past year, to where like he
0: would probably like I don't know. I feel like they just interact with each other. Gatlin gets on my nerves. He says notifications. Oh. oh, look at look at my phone. Look at all these notifications I've got, and I'm like, I'm gonna notify you if you say <laughs> it again. I cannot. Like, I just cannot Oh my gosh. Uh, what
1: well, we've given? Like, is it
0: on YouTube? Like, where are they learning this stuff? <laughs> I It's got to be something stupid. I don't know. Give us oh, give us man. feedback, listeners. Are your kids acting like a fool like this? Or is it just our kids here or my kids specifically? Um, but I don't know. I feel like we've given a lot of we we love your feedback. Please reach out to right. us or if you listened, just pop on to our Instagram at needles hooks or our Facebook at needles Um you can message us there. You can email us, needles, hooks, and dirty looks spelled all the way out. Um, but we love your feedback, not only about how your elections work and stuff, but, you know. And what are you what working are, on? Right, what are you working on? What are your kids up to for the summer? What patterns maybe are you we hoarding? can How do you store them? <laughs> or hoard you know, them, you know, your choice of hoarding. Um, but yes, seriously, hit us up and maybe we'll have some answers next week for you guys about what we find out from your feedback. So, and,
1: Oh, real quick, I just want to let everyone know that I have named my alpaca alpaca. Or like, alpacino or Alpacchino. Like Alpacchino. I like it. I think it's very al-cino. clever. I don't know. I'm still working on it. But that's that's the direction that we're going in. I like when it. When and if I ever get an alpaca.
0: <laughs> so if anybody wants to sponsor that farm, let us know. <laughs> At Needles Hooks DL. Find us. Right. Okay. Well, we hope you guys had fun with us this week. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Yes. Okay, bye. Have a good
1: weekend. Bye.